Welcome everyone to Making the Grade for the week ending Friday, May 10th, 2019. This week, we've been promised that Roman Reigns will show up on Raw in what is certainly not a desperate grab for ratings. Plus, I'm sure we'll get more from Seth and AJ, Kofi and KO, and Becky, Lacey, and Charlotte. Let's jump right in on Monday night. We open Raw with Mr. McMahon, as opposed to Roman Reigns, like we were promised. Vince tells us this will be a Raw no one will ever forget. Oh, there's there's Roman. Vince immediately threatens to have Roman arrested if he assaults him again. Roman does not give a single fuck. Roman says he takes his orders from the WWE Universe, which is patently untrue, or else he would have retired and or killed himself a few years ago. Then, Daniel Bryan appears. What? Daniel says he's spent the last month in solitude, which can be verified by listening to the Twat Magic podcast right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network, because it is clear there is no intelligent life in that household. Then Kofi appears. What the fuck is going on? Kofi and Daniel start bickering, and Vince invents a wild card rule out of whole cloth that allows three Raw superstars to show up on SmackDown and vice versa. So we're back to the Raw Super Show era, are we? Gosh, took us about eight years to get to this point last time. This brings out future Money in the Bank holder Drew McIntyre. He says he's going to kick Roman's ass. Vince then, again, presents this as though it was his idea all along. Then he makes a match between Kofi and Daniel for the WWE title. Then AJ Styles comes out. This is a clusterfuck. Also, Vince again seemed to forget his cue and started leaving before AJ's theme started to play and then got back into the ring before we went to break. When we come back, we're down to just AJ and Vince. AJ is pissed that SmackDown showed up on Raw since it took so long for him to come over in the first place. And then Seth shows up. So Vince puts them in an impromptu tag match against some random team in the back. Is this the start of a Vince is too senile to run the company storyline? If so, I'm in favor of it. If not, what the fuck just happened over the last 25 minutes? Oh, Jesus Christ. Match number one, Burning Styles versus two Douchketeers. I just noticed that despite having a Velcro closure, the Universal Championship still has fake snaps on one end. Styles and Rollins become a cohesive unit, at least for the moment, as we go to break. Starting with a spear through the ropes to AJ from Lashley, where Lashley ended up not clearing the second rope and dropping gut first under the LED ring apron, things seem to get a little sloppy. I don't know if Bobby was knocked loopy or what, but there were at least a couple moments when it didn't seem like he quite knew what he was supposed to be doing in that moment. Baron avoids a phenomenal forearm, which causes AJ to strike Seth, and then AJ just leaves. And an end of days pins Seth. Grade C. Besides being absolutely meaningless, this match was a little ugly in spots, and the finish just felt really predictable. Enter Sami Zayn. His rant this week is interrupted by Braun Strowman, who is quite orange. Sami makes like he wants a fight, but then just runs away through the crowd. Braun gives chase because Sami doesn't understand how stairs work, apparently. Lucha House Party enters, but we go backstage to Sammy and Braun. I cannot wait until Sammy gets shoved into a porta potty. Sammy, because he is an idiot, gets him tra- gets himself trapped by running towards a closed steel garage door. He tries to open the door. It doesn't open quick enough, so Braun grabs him, throws him into a dumpster, and then for some reason, a trash pickup is occurring at 9 p.m. 
Sammy is presumably murdered via trash truck, Eric Bischoff style, as we nonchalantly cut back to the ring for the next match. Match number two, Lucha House Party versus Tres Talentos de Mejora. Grade C. Squash matches get C's. Then we go back to WrestleMania, since they're so out of ideas, we're having two random WrestleMania rematches on Raw tonight. Enter Pichow! Ricochet as we go to break. Backstage, Naomi and Natalia have invitations to watch Lacey Evans' match from ringside. Dana shows up, she got one too. They are rude bitches for pretty much no reason whatsoever. Also, no trace of any ill will between Dana and Natty. Where is that continuity manager when you need him? Match number three, Pachow versus Robert Roode, Ricochet's Money in the Bank spot on the line. Rick pins Robert with a 630 after a largely uneventful match. Grade B. At least it had some story behind it. When the fuck did Dominic become a WWE superstar? He is once again backstage with his daddy. Daddy sends him off to get water, and is and he is ominously followed by Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe hollers at Dominic something about the title. My DVR recording keeps skipping. Honestly, technology and I do not get along, it seems. They recap Lacey and Becky from last week. Lacey enters and then her honored guests. Also, she can squash another unnamed jobber. Then she cuts a promo on her four guests. Then Becky comes out and beats her up. Dana's outfit tonight really accentuated how much she has ruined herself with plastic surgery. Backstage, Daniel Bryan complains about Kofi Kingston. Enter the Viking Raiders and we go to break. Backstage, the Usos have undoubtedly done something extremely stupid and or homophobic, but more on that later, I'm sure. Match number five, Viking War Machine Raider Experience versus the Major Brothers. Sadly, I doubt this is a title match, as I can guarantee that the champs lose here. Surprise! I'm right. Grade B, I guess. I mean, it's better than most of the other stuff that's happened so far tonight. Time for Firefly Funhouse. Mercy the Buzzard has eaten Rambling Rabbit. Uh, there are some extremely drugged-up-looking children sitting on the floor. And there you have it. Backstage, Seth complains about AJ. Match number six, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. The match goes on near fall after near fall until Shane breaks up a pin by Roman following a spear. Then he and Elias just beat on Roman until Miz comes out to go after Shane. Great. C. I'm legit about to start only watching pay-per-views like, like Henry Hugepex does, except I will also watch NXT. <sighs> Miz chases Shane. Shane hides from Miz. Miz runs past Shane. Shane looks in the completely wrong direction to ensure that Miz is gone. Charlie then appears to try and ask Shane some questions, and for some reason we get this from multiple camera angles, including a wide shot that shows the camera crew that's filming Charlie trying to ask Shane questions weird shane completely blows her off to head for his limo where he is blindsided by miz and a chair miz gets a few shots in before shane gets a low blow and escapes in his limo the fuck just happened we get a recap of the oh so funny usos and revival shit from last week this week they've put icy hot sorry usy hot in the revival's trunks this turns the revival into the three stooges it's hilarious negative points Ugh. Fuck you, Vince. Backstage, Kofi complains about Daniel Bryan. Oh, sweet Jesus, it's no way, Jose. He and his hosebuds get beaten up by Lars Sullivan because fuck the brand split, you guys. Look, I know Vince said three superstars from each brand, but fuck it, why not six? Why not have two SmackDown superstars main event Raw for SmackDown's main title? Why the fuck not? Uh, Naomi gets inducted into the Boys and Girls Club Alumni Hall of Fame. Backstage, Vince pretends to talk on the phone because he's a senile old man. He's still explaining the wild card to 
someone when he's interrupted by Lars Sullivan. He then makes it four superstars instead of three so that Lars doesn't beat him up. Then Lars just leaves. So that happened. Thanks, Grandpa. Match number seven, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. Michael Cole calls this, quote, the first true WWE title defense on Raw in more than three years, unquote. The fuck does that mean? Is there a false WWE title defense on Raw in the last three years? Like, what the fuck? Kofi pins Bryan with a trouble in paradise to retain his title grade. B. Decent, with some credible false finishes. Nowhere near as impactful as their Mania match, though, since it was extremely unlikely that Kofi would lose going into Money in the Bank. Overall grade for Raw is a C-, minus, another lackluster Raw. It really feels like there was no effort put into writing the episode this week and that they were literally just flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah, hey, wild card rules. Yeah, hey, WrestleMania rematches. That'll be fun. Three squash jobs. Why not? Please be better, SmackDown. SmackDown Live opens with wildcard AJ Styles. He's happy to be back on SmackDown Live, where he's interrupted by wildcard Sami Zayn. That's two. Does this mean our SmackDown Live main event is going to feature two Raw guys like our Raw main event featured two SmackDown guys? AJ reminds us that uh, Sami got thrown into a dumpster and then intimates that Sami still stinks like trash. They argue until Kofi and Xavier come out. They yap for a bit until Sammy tells Kofi to get his shit together and not dare offer AJ a WWE title match tonight. Sammy deserves a title match more than anyone else, he says. Then Kofi and Xavier say that Sammy smells. Kofi says it doesn't matter which of them challenges him tonight because either way, the end result will be the same. He will remain WWE champion. Tonight, Shane McMahon crowns a new tag team champion, plus Carmella and Ember versus Fire and Desire. Then, Kevin Owens pretends a TV camera is a cell phone. It's his birthday, so he's going home. When we come back from break, it's announced that everyone we've just seen will be in a WWE Triple Threat title match later on tonight. Then a video about Ali, another one of his street promos. He talks about a streetlight being the Money in the Bank briefcase. Match number one, Ali versus Andrade. Winner gets the rest of their name back. Okay, not really. We got a break on Zelina running interference and come back on a Spanish fly by Ali. Then Randy Orton appears to cause a double disqualification. Because they're all in Money in the Bank, y'all. Grade C. Short. Accomplished nothing. And most of it was commercial break. We get a recap of Roman, Shane, and Elias from last night. Then a commercial for a Roman Reigns special on the network. No, it turns out it's not a commercial. It is just a recap of career highlights for some reason. Why does a build vignette for a meaningless win on pay-per-view need to be four minutes long and span your career back to 2012? That was unnecessary. Enter Shane McMahon. He'll crown new tag team champs after the break. He is just wandering to the back as we go to said break. Now he's in the ring for a recap of Miz chasing him out of the building last night. Wildcard 3 incoming. He promises to win at Money in the Bank and then moves to the SmackDown Live tag division. Shane is almost as bad at promos as his dad. The new SmackDown tag champs are Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. That's a nice surprise. I wasn't expecting that at all, honestly. I was almost expecting him to name himself and Elias as the tag team champions or the B team. Enter the wildcard Usos. Is that three and four, or is that just three? They immediately demand a title match and call Daniel and Eric various cartoon characters. I really hate these new-look Usos since this whole revival thing started. (sighs) Shane makes the match for after the break, but first, Finn Balor cuts a selfie promo from Ireland. He promises to win money in the bank. Match number two, SmackDown Tag Team Titles, The Usos vs. Broen. 
Jimmy, let's say, hits a splash, but Eric is able to kick out, but the Iron Claw finishes off, well, let's say that's still Jimmy, why not? And Daniel and Eric officially become your SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Grade B, fun little match, even if a bit foregone conclusion-y. Then Firefly Funhouse, it's the same from last night. Then Shane is in the ring again. He has some information to share about Money in the Bank, but uh, he doesn't actually get to his announcement before Miz clobbers him from behind and just beats his ass up the aisle. On the stage, the B-team make the save. Miz fights them off just in time for Shane to return with a chair and wallop him from behind with it. Is it me, or are we really light on wrestling on SmackDown Live this week? Meanwhile, backstage, Daniel and Rowan are happy about their win, and Daniel teases new eco-friendly tag belts. Anything's better than those things. Heavy Machinery then ogle the tag titles without actually saying anything. Match number three, Carmoon versus Fire and Desire. Mandy pins Ember after a nothing match. Grade C. Why? Enter Paige and her Asians. She promises that her Asians will start running through the women's tag division starting next week with Fire and Desire. Baby girl. Backstage, Kayla is with Matt Hardy, who says Jeff will be back soon. Then our truth appears, forgets why he's there. Matt reminds him that it's about Lars, and then Lars beats the hell out of him. Alistair Black then tells us about rejection. Match number four, WWE Championship, Raw Superstar AJ Styles versus Raw Superstar Sami Zayn versus SmackDown Superstar Kofi Kingston. Note that the on-screen graphic for the WWE title, the one that swoops in to denote a title match, does not say anything at the bottom of the medallion, just the actual WWE logo, while the actual belt still says World Heavyweight Champion. I'm perfectly okay with them taking that off the actual belt as well. Sammy hits a beautiful superplex on Kofi, but only gets a two. Kofi counters a phenomenal forearm by pushing AJ's feet off the ropes, and AJ looks to catch his chin on the rope on the way down. Nice and whiplashy. Then Kevin Owens appears to beat up Xavier Woods. Sammy hits the blue thunderbomb, which never pins anyone, and doesn't pin Kofi with it. He hits a second blue thunderbomb that never pins anyone, and still doesn't pin Kofi with it. A third also doesn't pin Kofi. He charges for the Huluva kick, and Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise to retain his WWE Championship. Shocking, I know. Grade B. Again, this was fun, but for Ghani. Kevin was a nice surprise, though, since he told us he was going home. Uh, Kayla trots over to Kofi outside, who is tending to Xavier to ask him about Kevin. Kofi is not happy, and that is how we end. Overall grade for SmackDown, B-, which seems higher than it should be, but that's what you get for such a small sample size. Overall grade for the week, C+. They were all over the place this week, with very little of it having a purpose or making any goddamn sense. Next week, we go home to Money in the Bank, so that should be fun, plus more wild cards, I'm sure, because God forbid we end the brand split already. Anyways, be sure to visit rundownwrestling.com, become a patron at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling, and I will be back next weekend with another edition of Making the Grade. Blurt.